The Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey is brought to you this week by Retro Days. Join the fun this week at retro-daze.org. Sign up for your free account and from there you can contribute articles, start a thread in the forum, and connect with other retro-minded people in the Retro Days community. And don't forget to check out the Retro Days YouTube channel featuring RD's Retro Detention. And by... Fun.com. Have the most fun this Christmas season by shopping at Fun.com. Find something for everyone on your list and save a little money with the Retro Network's 20% off promo link. First, click the link in today's show notes, which will take you to the Fun.com website. A banner will pop up showing that the Retro Network's 20% off promo is activated, which is good now through January 7th, 2022. Then the easy part. Start filling your shopping cart with all kinds of great gifts in the Fun.com store. Snag the holiday party favorite Ugly Christmas Sweaters, featuring themes like A Christmas Story, Caddyshack, The Matrix, Christmas Vacation, and many more. Next, pick some accessories, like the Mandalorian Grogu sneakers, Cobra Kai socks, a Looney Tunes backpack, and much more. Then top your shopping list off with some great retro decor, like Care Bears throw pillows, Power Rangers tiki mugs, and a Batman bed for your furry superhero. Once your shopping list is complete, take advantage of that 20% savings by buying yourself a little something this Christmas. Because that Wampa rug will look great under your Star Wars themed Christmas tree. Beat the holiday rush and start saving now at the one-stop shop for holiday cheer, fun.com. is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! It is time to double back once again to the past with the Retro Network Time Machine. Jason and Mickey here, ready to embark on the journey. And I hope you remember to put more than five bucks worth in the tank this time, man. I don't want to be yeah. running out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, five bucks don't get you very much at all these days. <laughs> yeah. Get you home, maybe. Uh, anyway, how's oh, November my. going? Oh, it's going wonderful so far. Maybe I don't know what you have planned for. Have you heard? I feel some of your thunder, but November's going well because we've each already found Christmas tree cakes from Little Debbie. Yes, we have. But neither neither one of us have found Christmas tree cake ice cream. Not yet. No, I uh, looked yesterday. It was in a, actually in a couple different stores, but is it a Walmart exclusive thing or? I have no idea. Yeah, I haven't really checked to see if it might be just certain stores that they're releasing that in, but yeah, depends on who the manufacturer and distributor is. We it's possible we wouldn't even see it in their areas this season, especially wow. me, you know, in a non-populated area. But True. I did see in the VIP lounge that you've already found the first McRib of the season too. <laughs> yes. I was looking on November 1st. Yeah. I no, I was out and about at lunchtime, had to make a delivery, and uh, I was thinking, oh, wait, it's November 1st. Let's just see if the McRib is back yet. And sure enough, 
pulled right in, got my uh, McRib meal, and it was as uh, sloppy as ever. I uh, I screwed up today as we're recording this. I was intending to stop at Wendy's to get me and the youngest some chili. We've kind of been craving their chili and mm. got to the drive through and they're like, oh, we're sorry. We're out right now. If you want to wait 30 minutes. I was like, well, no. Uh, so I went on and I came home where we just had some sample here. And then it dawned on me. My gosh, I could have had a McRib. I passed the McDonald's after I left Wendy's. So, yeah, well, there will be one here soon. Maybe as we're recording this tomorrow, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to have a little bachelor pad thing going tomorrow night. I'll be McRib night. Because I'm the yeah. only one here in the house that likes them anyway. So that would actually be a really good time now that I think about it. <laughs> Well, I've passed that uh, liking on to my oldest son, and he, when it has come back around, he's specifically asked for a trip to McDonald's just so he can get one. Well, now that he's got his own wheels, I texted him a picture earlier in the week when I had mine just to rub it in, and then I get a little ding on my Life360 app that he's left the house. <laughs> And he went out and got one himself. <laughs> so he's like, there you go. He's trying to rub it in. I can just go out and <laughs> get one my own. So, so that, you track uh, your kids? I uh, Mainly for my middle kid who has to take two buses to get to school each morning. It's on the other oh, side wow. of town. So I, I try to keep up with him. But, yeah, uh, I'm... It's not like um every time they leave the house I'm well, where are they going now you know, but it does help uh, especially now that uh, a a certain person with wheels like I said is uh, has a girlfriend so <laughs> got to know where they're at you know. <laughs> uh, and I also see in the lounge something I didn't see earlier. It looks like you finally found some Monster Mash cereal. Yes, well, uh, thanks to our friend Jeff, who was at RetroCon, the last thing that was pretty much handed to me before I left Philadelphia was a box of Monster Mash cereal. Hmm. So me and the oldest ate most of that before <laughs> before we got on the plane the next day. And I kept the box because I had still have not seen it here locally until... Today, when the wife was at Aldi, she found a box there. So, and it's the family size. So, yeah, I saw, I, I saw our pal Adam on Twitter. I think it was was doing some special treats with the Monster cereals. I don't know if it was with Monster Mash or just a bunch of the other cereals, and made like his own treats. You know, like Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. Oh, and I think I might have to try something like that with the Monster Mash. I think that'd go well. I still have unopened boxes of all three of Frankenberry, Booberry, and Count Chocula. That may be, that may be an idea for this weekend as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, that box I told you about last week is still unopened here, so I'm not sure why they haven't devoured it yet. It usually doesn't uh, doesn't last, but I don't know. Maybe I've hit it <laughs> too well this time. <laughs> uh, another holiday treat that I got to try this week. Was the Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped? Yeah, and I think I saw that you enjoyed it. It was really, really good. I was surprised because usually those Mountain Dew flavors are just so sweet. And it was a very nice compliment with the gingerbread 
flavor hmm. that they put in there. It wasn't like too the uh what was it? I think it was Sprite that did a ginger yes. flavor and was just overpowering. And this you just get enough of that ginger with this really sweetness of the Mountain Dew that man, that was so good. Yeah, I'm I'm I'll be on the lookout for it. I'll give it a try. I did yeah, see uh, the Sprite Cranberry is already back for Christmas. Is it? Or grocer. Okay. Yeah, I was hoping they would do a, maybe a zero sugar. They did some of those in the in the special flavors, like the uh, Major Melon. They did a zero sugar. So we'll see if they do one for the gingerbread flavor. But uh, a couple other things. See if you've heard this week. Uh, it was National Sandwich Day earlier in the week. And I saw the craziest sandwich over on Chewboom. It is the Jet Puffed Marshmallow Smoggy Sandwich. <laughs> and they were, uh, it was some New York restaurant that was peddling these things. Uh, but you look at the picture, I thought it was like rye bread. And you see the marshmallow kind of between the two halves of the sandwich. So I'm like, what in the world is in this? So listen to this. So this is a uh, inspired by the classic s'mores, essentially. It is a graham cracker-infused hoagie roll with the Jet Puff marshmallows, dark chocolate, and sea salt spread, crispy prosciutto, the uh, salami, yeah. and a brown sugar glaze. And that's, <laughs> that sounded just, I wanted to try it so bad. Yeah, me too. The uh, salty and the sweet, that that's the key. It was at the uh, Aladoro shops in Rockefeller Center this last week. So uh, I guess it's still there. If you're in the New York City area and want to try it, the Smoggy Sandwich. Hmm. <laughs> Marshmallows, chocolate, and uh, like that salami. Man, that just, I don't know. <laughs> they look good. Uh, also something coming back to... Uh, Grocery stores, Mick, that I've really enjoyed is the Doritos Twisted Lime Chips. Mm. They're coming back. Really like that flavor. I'm just not a huge Doritos fan. Yeah? Yeah. What's We've your favorite flavor? Uh, the the original the yeah. original 3D um, Cool Ranch. Not the oh, modern 3D okay. Cool Ranch. <laughs> well, I do like the Doritos Locos Taco Shell at Taco Bell, though. That's a nice compliment to their mm-hmm. cheat stuff there. Every time I get one of those at Taco Bell, it's it's so soggy. I don't know if it's just my Taco Bell that the, they don't drain off the meat or something, but it just, I don't know, falls apart on me. We tried uh, just the other night, speaking of tacos, they have Taki shell tacos shells now. So we uh, had uh, Taki tacos the other night. I'll have to tell my youngest about that. They were not overpowering. You know, like you, you always say hot is not a flavor. Mm-hmm. They were not as overpowering as Takis usually are to me, at least. So you got a nice flavor with it and you weren't, your mouth wasn't on fire. So I enjoyed those. Uh, one final <laughs> thing. See if you've heard. Did you know that uh, Netflix is getting into the gaming business? I had seen something months ago about this coming. 
Yeah, so they're doing uh, mobile games now. And, well, I can see two of them are Stranger Things based. So they have a game called Stranger Things 1984 and Stranger Things 3, the game. Okay, I never heard of 1 and 2, the game, but... Maybe it's just uh, based on Season 3. I guess it might be. I was thinking there was some kind of pixelated game that uh, they had out before, so maybe that's just a continuation of that, but... I keep <laughs> I keep getting hit on Facebook too for some puzzle match game with Stranger Things. Every time I scroll down, that like there it is. But uh, I don't think that's Netflix. But there's some other little basketball and card games and stuff that they're doing. So I, I figured they would do more with whatever properties that they're tied to. If they're going to well, get into the gaming business. But this was not the gaming news I was speaking of. They have been testing like video game streaming with a Netflix remote that the games are on Netflix and you play them somehow that way. Mm -hmm. So uh, I thought that's what you were going to be going towards. No, I had not heard uh, about that, but I don't know, kind of that turn-based stuff, just like that uh, Undertaker and New Day, uh, not really game, but (laughs) adventure. No, I mean, we're talking like, Madden football, like through uh-huh. somehow streaming the game, hmm. uh, because they announced it would be like uh, two more dollars a month for unlimited gaming as well as the normal stuff. Hmm. So that would okay. be really cool. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Still have not <laughs> resubscribed, so I'm not really. Uh, that's not really going to get me back into it. All right. Well, that was uh, all I had this week for. Have you heard? You got anything? Uh, you want to throw at me? Um, hmm. uh, no, it's been a bit of a busy week for me. I've not got a chance to okay. ruse a whole lot this week. Well, well, I, just... well no, I, I will. Have you heard a retro rumble episode has been pretty popular? I have heard that. Yes. <laughs> uh, in several different places too, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, I don't think we've been messaged on Facebook yet. So anybody that does Facebook, go ahead and uh, <laughs> send us your pics that way. But yes, we have got some nice feedback on Retro Rumble, which has been great. We have got enough feedback that we our count is now up to 215 matchups to work our nice. way through as time goes on. <laughs> Very nice. I added to a few of those in there since you said I needed to get some more pics in. So Well, I only said that because I seem to have a lot more in it than you did. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's been uh, great uh, hearing from people and some people we hadn't heard from in a while that they enjoyed it. And uh, did you listen to last week's show? Did you hear the Royal rumble countdown in there? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Now there, there's one other thing. I can't remember who made that. Su- oh, it was Chad Droz who made that suggestion on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Sound effect or a sound effect. I have a suggestion for another one. Uh, just before we launch into it, we need a Michael Buffer intro. (laughs) Well, let's get ready to rumble. Well, here's what we should do. Really rumble yet though. That's what I'm saying. Strong disagreement so far. Yeah. So when one comes up that we know we're going to be on opposite sides on, that's when we'll drop Michael Buffer in. Yeah. It's, it's when we get the, (laughs) the bird versus magic or Celtics versus (laughs) Lakers topics that have been thrown at us when it comes up randomly here. All right. Well, 
enough said really i mean we thank you guys for uh for chiming in and we are going to do round three of retro rumble this week so make sure you get your picks in uh, as you're listening to this this following week uh, i think we're going to kind of ride this wave and see how long we can rumble but uh let's get into round three what do you say sure all right let's get in the time machine and let's start rumbling All right, here we are, kind of floating around in the past and waiting for our first pick to come up. So if you have not listened to our first two episodes by chance, there's just a matchup, one thing versus another. You would think of stuff like Coke versus Pepsi and just we're trying to make uh, choices. And it's really just whatever is uh, our favorite or what comes up to us really is how we're uh, determining who is the winner between the two. And a lot of these are choices from uh, the TRN staff and just uh, you, the listener, that Mick has plugged into his randomizer, and he will randomly select. Yep, I do. And just FYI, folks who submit matchups to us, last week I announced that uh, if you submit multiples like most people have done, we'll add them all to the randomizer, but we'll make sure that one of yours makes the show that week that you suggested. So if you're listening and you want a matchup, you want us to talk about, shoot it to us on social media at TRN social. And uh, at least one of your picks will make it onto the next show. And uh, the rest of them go into the randomizer with everybody else's though. Already. So are, you, are you ready to randomize this thing? Let's do it. Hit the button. All right. Let's see here. First up, ooh, this one is from me, 1986 versus 1996. Oh, okay. So just... Uh, this is pretty broad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so the year I was 10 years old versus the year I was 20 years old. Uh, i trying to think, 86, about what I've been doing or if there's something... Uh, 1986, I was big into wrestling, and it was a great year for the NWA. But 1996, I graduated high school and had a lot going on, you know, mm-hmm. in my teenage years. So this is a tough one. 96 was my first year of college. 96 was a uh, better year for NASA than 86 was. <laughs> Jeez. What? <laughs> wow. Well, I well, you know, I'll, I'll just go ahead and say '86 because that's probably if I'm given the choice of where I would go back to in time, I would go to '86 versus '96 versus '96 right now. I probably would too. I mean, Reagan versus Clinton. I mean, come on, that's not <laughs> a fair matchup there. Um, uh, what else was going on? '86, a great wrestling year. Like I said, it's uh, a memorable Christmas I had. I got the Terradrome that year. G.I. Joe. It was a great year, much better year for cartoons than 96 was. Uh, of course, now, as good as 86 was for wrestling, you had the NWO in 96 and some other cool stuff. So that may be a wash. Uh, we already talked about NASA. Uh, their 86 just kind of went up in flames just at the beginning of the year. It, their whole year was toast. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with 1986 as well. Okay. We're in okay. agreement then. Can we talk about that sort of thing on the air? I don't know. 
Anyway, let's roll it again here and see what comes up. So this one is from Karen. She is a member of the Retro Network family. Karen Flieger 8 at, well, at Karen Flieger 8 on Twitter. This is a good one. We've, I think we've debated this before in passing. Pop-Tarts versus Toaster Strudels. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, this is a no-brainer for me. This is not even close. Yeah, I, I think it kind of is for me, too. And uh, I would pick Toaster Strudel. Every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yeah, just the texture of it was great. And then you get the icing. It still is. You get the icing packet too, man, to, you know, do your own icing or just squeeze it in your mouth and take a bite of the thing, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, but the flavors too were so good. After hours with that kind of answer. I'm just teeing you up tonight. Pop tarts (laughs) have really started lacking on the frosting. I mean, Pop-Tart is three and a half inches wide. That icing is starting like three quarters inch from each side these days. It's, mm. it's, not, it's not a good ratio anymore. And toaster strudels, it just seemed classier too. Not only did they taste better, it was a pastry. Yeah. It wasn't a cardboard thing with some filling. Yeah, so skinny the Pop-Tarts are versus the strudel was like, the thickness of two pop tarts mm-hmm. and the flavors. So pop tarts always had more flavors, but toaster strudels flavors head to head were way better than pop tarts flavors. Like the blueberry strudels, that blueberry filling, uh, the cinnamon brown sugar or, or maple cinnamon, whatever they had strawberry. Uh, my daughter had bought a box recently of the new mystery flavored pop tarts. Have you tried those? I have not tried them. I've seen them, but not tried them. Uh, I instantly could, well, I don't even say instantly. It took the first bite. I'm like, my goodness, this is like salty. What what, what are we doing here? <laughs> but because again, the, the icing starts so far in, you know, it's, it was just mm-hmm. crust and the crust had like, like a salty taste to it, to the breading. And then when I got to the feeling, it tasted like caramel. I'm like, oh, well this salted caramel. So when you actually got to the feeling, it was pretty good, but ooh, it threw me there that first bite. The salt. Weren't they like blue or something? I was eating it in the dark when I was driving to work. <laughs> I really can't tell you. But I'm pretty sure they weren't blue, though. I was thinking it was like some weird color, though. And they, I don't know, maybe they've just gone overboard with, uh, they put little pictures in the icing now and all this stuff. Uh, I did like the, uh, the pretzel ones that I tried. The pretzel yes. and chocolate, those were pretty good. And I think I did the, was it caramel too? Didn't they have a pretzel and caramel? Like a peanut butter, maybe? Maybe a peanut butter, but maybe I, I enjoyed those. <laughs> I got all I could handle at uh, Ollie's <laughs> months after they were released. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we are uh, not really rumbling yet. We've agreed on the first two. Let's see what we got next. So, well, I was going to guarantee that one of this gentleman's got in here, but here's one just naturally. Ken Spaulding, follower on Instagram. He may follow other places, but he generally communicates with us on Instagram and 
while we're talking about him. Ken, thank you very much for reaching out as often as you do. We love to hear from you. Uh, Ken.spalding.54 at Instagram. Ewoks versus Gremlins. That was a creative matchup here he come up with. Mm-hmm. You want to take first shot at that one? Uh, well, they're such different creatures. If it was Ewoks movies versus Gremlins movies, I'd say Gremlins wins hands down. Right. Creature versus creature. I guess it depends on what kind of person you are. My wife and kids would say Ewoks all day long. I've always, even back in wrestling days, been a fan of the heels. So I'm going to go with Gremlins, especially the ones from Gremlins 2, where they all were seen to be a little different, like mm-hmm. the electric Gremlin and stuff. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go with Gremlins. What's the girl one? I can't remember what her name is, like Gilda or something. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I did, uh, if I had to choose, it would be Gremlins as well. Just because I you remember have to choose. That's what we're doing here. Yeah, you're right. If you had to choose. <laughs> if you pointed a gun to my head or threw water on me. Anyway, as a kid, I had a uh, a poster. I I've got the picture somewhere, maybe over on Patreon, of uh, Gizmo in the Barbie Corvette. I had that <laughs> poster on my door. And I loved Gizmo. Gizmo was to me just as cuddly whatever you want to call it an ewok is you know mm-hmm. uh as a kid so you had that two sides of the coin there where if you watch gremlins you maybe you like the actual gremlins and stripe and all those guys characters more than you did gizmo the mogwai so uh yeah i just uh i loved gremlins as a kid and it went probably i don't know a couple decades before I had watched the movie just within the last, uh, I don't know, year or so more or less screening it for the kids. <laughs> and I was like, wow, what they got away with back in 84 and, you know, throwing gremlins in microwaves and <laughs> coming after the mom with the knives and just, uh, some of the violence and stuff too. I was like, wow, for a, you know, it was PG Probably should have been PG-13 had that rating been in play when it came out. But I think it was one of the ones that and maybe Temple of Doom that prompted the PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I of course I love Star Wars and the Ewoks are fun too. But I would say I like Gremlins more. Uh, I think Gremlins will be on my Christmas watch list this year. Mainly because yeah. my oldest likes horror, and it's not really a horror movie. But although people debate that if it's a more of a horror or a Christmas movie, but it has enough Christmas in it, and it has enough horror elements to make her and I both happy. So that'll probably be on our watch list this year. I've been itching to watch number two since we <laughs> had brought up uh, that scene with Hulk Hogan a couple shows back. <laughs> um, it's been a while since I've watched Gremlins too. So yeah, we'll have a Gremlins Christmas this year. Alrighty, let's give her a spin again here. This one is brought to you by me. Armageddon versus Deep Impact. Two movies, similar Mm -hmm. subjects, same summer. Wonder which came first, like chicken or the egg, Armageddon or Deep Impact. One was conceived first. I was thinking it was like the same summer. 
But they it was the same song yeah. the movies come out. I just meant in the conceptual phase. No. You know, obviously one studio had a movie and somebody at another one heard and was like, oh, I've got to do that before they do. That's a great idea. <laughs> and you get both that summer. Yeah. So I have watched Deep Impact many more times than Armageddon. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it was about that one. Maybe just the story. You know, you got Morgan Freeman as the president. And Robert Duvall is, you know, with the astronauts there. And I I should be saying Armageddon here because I just love Aerosmith. And that was, you know, about the peak Aerosmith. I think their song from that movie is their only number one. Yeah, um, well, you know, calling that peak Aerosmith is very subjective. Just because it was your number the, one song. Peak, to, peak on the yeah commercial success or yeah. top 40 charts. Yeah, I, I'm definitely with you there. But I don't know. I guess I've just watched that one more. So I'm I'm leaning that way, actually, on really? this one. Yeah. Deep impact. Mm-hmm. And Armageddon is up there with Independence Day and Rocky IV mm-hmm. as just like blue American macho movie stuff. And the cast from Armageddon, I know Morgan Freeman played the president and stuff, but the cast of Armageddon is just so much better. With Bruce Willis, Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck, uh, Will Patton, of course, Steve Buscemi, uh, Michael Duncan, Owen Wilson. Yeah, it's just, it hits on way more cylinders. It's got a whole lot more of the uh, feel-good what my old buddy Daniel and I used to call feel good moments in movies, you know, when it, your adrenaline gets pumping with the scenes and stuff, Armageddon just has way. Oh, the dude from hanging with Mr. Cooper's in Armageddon. How do you not pick? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a group of misfits too, you know, up there trying to save the world mm-hmm. a little bit different angle than uh, actually having legit astronauts to go up there and, take care of business but i can't ever remember the actor's name i just refer to him by his character name from armageddon every time i see him in a movie i'm like hey there's colonel willie sharp (laughs) (laughs) i can't remember his name though (laughs) well there's one that we kind of fell on the opposite sides on then yep all righty spin the wheel make the deal again here let's see what we got i'm gonna we've already covered Something very similar to that tonight. So I'm going to give it another spin. Chad Droz. He uh, gave us some picks last week at Chad underscore Droz on Twitter. This was a good one. Dream Team 1992 versus USA Hockey 1980. Chad come up with some really good ones. Yeah. That's some deep thinking deep right one. there. Yeah, he had some deep ones. <laughs> now, because it's two, it's opposite stories, really. You got the is. the underdog that wins it all, and then you got the heavily favored team that just whips everybody's ass. You know, mm-hmm. so what is more exciting, or what is uh, you know what do you prefer? You're right, and and what do you prefer category? say hockey was a much more dramatic moment but i wonder where people fall like what makes you as far as sports and stuff goes what makes you prouder as an american this ragtag college group hockey players who beat the russian team made up of russian professionals or just 
the we're the USA. We're going to whip you up one side of the street and down the other every game of the dream team. You know, do you want the dominating performance or do you want the feel good story? It could go either way, but I'm going to say with the hockey team being such a great story, I didn't live it. I lived the 92 dream team. Yeah. It was more of it. There was, they merchandised the crap out of it. So I've got to pick 92 dream team. Yeah. Basketball has always been my sport. So even had I been of age and interested in the Olympics, I probably would have watched the hockey game, but I don't know. Hockey's one of my least favorite sports to watch on television. It's See, probably my favorite to watch live. Uh-huh. You missed the boat. As a short white kid from rural Pennsylvania, basketball was never going to be a reality for you. <laughs> you hockey, though, you know, you had a chance there. Yeah. We played hockey in gym class, and kids just beat the crap out of me. So, oh. yeah, that's uh, it just wasn't that appealing to me. <laughs> At least when I got a hit playing basketball, I could score two points on them, you know. Hmm. Anyway. uh yeah, see, and that's the thing. That's just kind of the age we are where we lived out the dream team in that moment. I mean, the story of the 1980 hockey team has been made into a movie. Mm-hmm. So, and and that was good the thing movie. too. Yes, a very good movie. That was the thing too. Like up until the dream team, we're sending our amateur players essentially Mm-hmm. players that are not professional to play the organized sports. So why not have the best in the world and see when we finally did put the best in the world there, no one could touch us. No. So you're prideful for both moments as an American, but just living through that era and, and growing up and loving basketball, it's got to be the 92 dream team. And you look at the impact of the 92 dream team. We don't go and dominate anymore. That 92 Dream Team really helped popularize basketball worldwide. And those kids who grew up watching that Dream Team said, I want to do that. And now you look at where where we are at the Olympics. Of course, we're a little past that generation. But, yeah, I mean, basketball worldwide now. USA still wins quite a lot, but it's much bigger challenge to do so worldwide now. Yeah, and just the amount of foreign players in the NBA right now. The dude that plays for the Milwaukee Bucks, what the hell's his name? <laughs> I can't remember his name. One of the best players in the league has the uh, the most valued or most uh, highest selling uh, trading card ever. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. That sent a message to the world that you're up now and see what you can do. And they've you know it's it, things have leveled out over the years for mm-hmm. sure so 92 dream team it is all right thank you chad let's uh randomize it again here Five, four, three, two, one. oh our buddy adam hoju kulander valued member of the retro network family one of the charter members of the retro network host mm-hmm. of sequel quest podcast host of the two goofs podcast host of Wizards Podcast Guide to Comics, and a darn fun follow on Twitter at And Rental Return. Oh, yeah, and Rental Return Season 2. He proposed Tim Burton Batman versus Richard Donner Superman. Man. Now, let me ask this. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. 
Tim Burton Batman, does that cut off after Batman Returns? Because then it's Joe Schumacher Batman and whatever. Right. I think he just meant the, I, I would say the, the first movies, essentially. I don't know how many, if Donner did all of the Superman movies or not. I don't, don't want to say he didn't. I'd say, I, I'd say you're right. I think he probably means the first movie in each franchise. Yeah. So it's tougher for me. I'm the Batman fan, uh, of course, but it's tough because the first Superman and, and even Superman two were really impactful as far as getting into the world of superheroes. Uh, I don't th- I might've at that point been watching some of the 66 Batman shows as a kid and, you know, in reruns, but I vividly remember those movies and them being on TV and watching them and impacting me. And mm-hmm. how can he go around the earth and spin back time? You know, I, I didn't get into comic books as a kid, so I didn't have those superpowers or anything at that point for reference. So, right. you know, when Lois goes down in the, in the crater there and he, he spins, goes around the earth you know, so fast to spin back time. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. He can time travel, you know, whenever he <laughs> needs to. Um, and now all these traveling. years later, now these years later, all you need is a podcast. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, Podcasting is our superpowers. That was a very impactful movie to me. And uh, it's still Christopher Reeve is my Superman. Mm-hmm. But how can you not? <laughs> how can you put that above what Batmania was in 1989? Well, I've told you uh, before, I can put it above it because that wasn't my Batman. I grew up with 66 Batman and the Batman mm-hmm. from the comic books. And while I enjoyed 89 Batman, it wasn't my Batman. This Superman has always been my Superman as far mm-hmm. as mirrored the comic book so well that I grew up reading. So I've been tempted to pick up the, uh, the Superman 78 comic book series that they just put out and, and even the Batman 89 one just to see, what they're doing with that world. If you mm-hmm. get any of those feels from, you know, when you originally watched those movies, I've definitely watched Batman more times than the original Superman. I probably watched Superman two the most out of the, all the, yeah, I think everybody Superman. has. <laughs> yeah. Think everybody that's has. been, my, that was my favorite. Uh, that scene where he, uh, you know, he gets rid of his powers and that trucker takes him down in the diner. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I that impacted me so much. I thought about that for days after that as a kid. Just like he he let his powers go, you know, after he mm-hmm. could spin the globe and do everything else, and uh, seeing that guy just beat down on him. I don't know. It was just weird to think about as a kid. But I'm gonna put Batman. Like I'm gonna do it like I had before, like fifty one forty nine, because it's close. It really is. Well, I'm going movies. I'm going with Superman. So, okay. Well, I can appreciate that as well. All right. Our next one. Gary from the retro network at mile high samurai. Are you sure you put my picks in? I did. I'll make sure you get one of yours in here before the (laughs) night's over. Okay. Okay. That's the the beauty of this. It's random. Like, 
I spent like a half an hour just coming up with stuff the other day. And okay, you know, we'll break down the fourth wall here for the listener. Jason and I like this because it requires no prep work. <laughs> it's just a matchup. And you, we just talk about this off the top of our head, which of course, every episode requires no prep work on, but Jason appreciates <laughs> yeah. the spontaneity. So this is random. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting, but this one is from Gary. We're, we're hitting the arcade now. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man versus Mrs. Pac-Man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Confession. I don't believe I have ever in an arcade setting played the original Pac-Man. It was always Mrs. Pac-Man. Yeah, Pac-Man they- was just a hair before my time at the arcade. I remember playing it. I remember uh, Ms. Pac-Man being more prevalent. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It was the... Uh, Gosh, was it Miss Pac-Man or Pac-Man that had the uh, sit-down one at my Pizza Hut? Well, mine was Ms. Pac-Man. I was thinking mine was, too. But Ms. Pac-Man never had a... There was never a Ms. Pac-Man fever song. <laughs> no, that's Pac-Man true. Fever, which I give to Jason the, uh, the little LP of... Or not LP, but the little... Uh, what was it? A 78 oh, or something? 45. 45 yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. Single. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, I actually just played that, uh, uh, about a week ago. I was <laughs> pulling around and couldn't remember what all I had in my cabinet anyway. Um, so thinking about the times I've played Miss Pac-Man, I remember having both or playing both on the Atari 2600. And the first, the first Pac-Man for Atari 2600 was, nothing <laughs> compared to you know like the arcade whereas the miss pac-man was a lot better and they had actually put some time at least into programming the thing to make it like the the arcade but uh, miss pac-man was just more i don't know colorful it uh the graphics were a little bit better and you had some more fun things in between completing the rounds you know where mm-hmm. they get married and I'm um, trying to think of all the different little things that was in between, but yeah, if I had two games side by side now, I'd probably go to Miss Pac-Man first. Mm. But one of the very fun moments when I turned 40, and uh, me and my bud Wyatt went to Nashville and we hung out for a weekend. We went to this arcade that was uh, basically a pay a cover charge and everything set to free, and they had I think four or five different Pac-Man games in a row. So you started with Pac-Man, you went to Miss Pac-Man, you had Pac-Mania, Baby Pac-Man, and just, uh, it was so much fun just going through those different iterations of the game. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards Miss Pac-Man, actually. Well, Miss Pac-Man, like the movies was talking about, has always been my Pac-Man, so I'm going with Miss Pac-Man as well. <laughs> Mostly for all the same reasons you said. Okay. But... If they were lined up in an arcade together, I would be lined for Pac-Man because I have very little experience with it. So it'd feel fresher. Okay. All right. Since Jason is complaining, instead of hitting the <laughs> random button, I'm going to scroll through the randomizer to the first Jason one in this random order, and we'll see what we get. Still scrolling, still scrolling. Ooh, and what a one to hit on here. From Jason, everybody, Nintendo cereal versus nerd cereal. Ah, yes. Do you think both about the two sides of the... Yeah. Yeah, both featuring two sides to yeah. double the cereal in them. That's what kind of came to mind. You get get two choices there. 
gimmick. Now, Both of them were gimmicks, but right. Nintendo cereal, I think, had cooler um, idea behind it because at the time Nintendo was the thing for mm-hmm. any kid. Nerd cereal. The cool thing about it was the box of cereal looked like a giant box of nerds candy. Yes. The with the dual sided colors and such. I think nerd cereal got a leg up because there were a couple different boxes you could buy. There was like orange and grape was one box. Cherry and was then, in there too. Yeah. Yeah. There was a different mix or with strawberry. Cherry, so yeah. There were a couple different kinds of nerd cereal where Nintendo only had one. Of course, wonder, nerd cereal had the nerd cereal bowl, the legendary. Well, yeah, nerd yes. Cereal bowl. Yes. Uh, but since that is not part of the cereal, I don't think we're counting that. Strike that from the evidence. Yeah, and the Nintendo cereal, let's see, it was Mario Brothers and Zelda, right? So mm-hmm. you got different color pieces. I can't remember if they tasted different, though. Yeah, they did. Well, that or people's memory plays tricks on them because you see people debate, which I may put that on Twitter Friday as a little thing on retro ramblings. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say Zelda was better as far as the taste of the cereal goes, but I, I can't really remember at this point. I can't, I can't either. I know the nerds tasted different, but yes. Yes. So I guess I'm leaning towards nerds on that one. I think I'm going to go with Nintendo just because of the concept behind it. Yeah, I wonder why, who came up with that idea? Because I don't remember any other cereal doing something like that up to that point where you had two separate bags for two cereals, you know. Right. Essentially. So that was cool. It was kind of the first one to do it. But nerds, yeah. I mean, just a, like you said, it was a big cereal box looking like you're the, the candy. So can't go wrong with that. It seems to be that was like really fruity though, that nerd cereal. Like yeah, over it the was top. Like over, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. Based on taste, <laughs> I would probably lean more towards Nintendo, but just the novelty of it, I'm I'm taking nerds. Mm-hmm. Well, since we jumped out of the randomness, let's hit uh, one from another first time contributor this week, or one of our TRN VIPs, Tim Heasley who suggested, since they're about to change the rule anyway, American League versus National League. It's kind of timely since the World Series just ended. So they're change, they're, everybody's going to the DH? I don't know. He just mentioned they're changing the rule. I don't watch enough baseball to know which rule is changing, if pitchers all have to hit or if everybody's using the DH. I would imagine it would be everybody's using the DH. But, but who knows? Yeah. With this influx of pitchers who are great hitters, Maybe it's going the other way. Trying to see. If it's all going designated hitter, though, that sucks for some of these pitchers who are making bukus of money because they yeah. can also hit. <laughs> there will be no need for that now. I mean, yeah. they'll be devalued unless they're like, well, he'd still be our DH. Too. Well, not DH, but we're going to put him in the lineup. So, yeah, I'm. well, I don't know if that's it or not. I'm seeing some different things here. It's the length of the mound and then – Using a DH only for now that wouldn't make sense. Limiting teams' use of the designated here position to when their starting pitcher is in the game. Why would you then make relievers? I mean, I guess they usually pinch hit for your relief pitchers anyway when they're in the game towards the end of the game. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of like the difference. I've always been a National League guy and right. make the pitcher pitch. And when they do get a hit or hit one out of the park, it was always a big deal. It was always like celebrated on Sports Center uh, when they could do that. And I heard him talking about, um, shoot, which uh, which pitcher was it in the series that plays for Houston that had uh, hit so many home runs? in his career they were talking about. So I don't know. I like having the pitcher have to hit and maybe people like seeing more hits and you can get one of your big chubby guys as the DH, you know, that doesn't have to field, you know, to get more offense. And that's always kind of been like that. American league has always seemingly been higher scoring. Whereas you get a lot of pitching duels in the national league for that fact that there's one less batter that we really have to worry about. So I'm, you know, I'm, I like the national league. mainly. well, my favorite teams have always been from the American league. So I'm picking American league, but having the designated hitter extends the careers of some of baseball's favorite players. You take like a David Ortiz while the knees may get bad and stuff for fielding. We usually have two or three, four more years as a designated hitter. So True. <laughs> just having to go up and blast them out of the park. So as much as it may devalue pitchers, if they went that way, it may increase the value or extend the career and money-making capabilities mm-hmm. of other players. So, but then it, You know, and then in the series, it was always interesting when the other team had to go to the other park and their pitchers had to hit or you got an extra person out of your national league team that you wouldn't normally have mm-hmm. during the series. So it just makes the world series even more special. And they've, you know, they've done that during the regular season now for probably a decade or so where American and national league teams play each other and whatever team's home is the role, you know, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always liked that. Um, but if they want to change it, you know, I don't think anybody's going to complain really. <laughs> Right. Yeah. All right. Let's randomize one more here before we call it a week. Actually, a lot of my what have you been watching time went to the World Series this past week. I've got tons of people still friends that I'm on Facebook uh, when we used to live in Atlanta. So (laughs) my whole Facebook feed was just filled with people celebrating the other night when they won. Last round here. Let's hit the randomizer. Oh my gosh, what one to end on here. So this is from Stacy at geeky underscore vixen on Twitter, the first lady of the retro network. This this well, Pizza Hut versus Domino's. <laughs> well, this one's not even hard though. <laughs> but I will throw the loser a bone. Of course, <laughs> I prefer Pizza Hut and almost famously at this point. But I will say, when we traveled with Dad, there was nothing better than Domino's delivery to the hotel room after traveling all day and stuff. We didn't order Pizza Hut when we were traveling. We always ordered Domino's, mainly because we didn't have Domino's in the area where we lived for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. But nothing tops that experience, the dine-in experience of a good Pizza Hut from back in the day. Yeah, no doubt. I get jealous of those commercials now. With uh, they've got the whole retro setup as their, 
you know, nobody out. Pizza's the hut. I'm like, please just bring more of those back. The whole whole time during the World Series, they just kept throwing those commercials at me. I was like, oh, there's those checkerboard tablecloths. And they even had the the, uh, frosted light fixtures, you know, and all that. Well, in the real world, you go to your local pizza hut and it's a sterile looking stainless steel crap. Yeah. You're like, (laughs) what is this? I mean, Domino's, they had some pretty good gimmicks and the the Noid, of course. I love watching the commercials with the Noid back in the day. Their pizza's just been subpar to me for years and years. The only time, and I, we will get Domino's every once in a while, but I do like their deep dish mm-hmm. because it reminds me more of the pan pizza from Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing you can beat that pan pizza from Pizza Hut. I, I got to have the pan every time we go there. Um, yeah, it is so good. Just, and I'm oh. waiting on them to reopen the pizza buffet. I mean, it's still closing yeah. from COVID. I wonder if they even plan on bringing it back. I don't know what the money-making, losing situation was with the, the all-you-could-eat lunch buffet. It may have been break-even or maybe even worse. So maybe they're like, eh, you know, well, maybe just we, we just won't bring it back. Yeah, there's only one thing you got to do to get people back in Pizza Hut stores. Bring back the pitchers of beer. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. <laughs> I could talk all day, but, you know, you'd go... <laughs> order your pizza, go drop some coins in the jukebox, go play Miss Pac-Man or Galaga while the parents went and fixed a healthy looking salad. Then you'd go back to the table and here come that fresh, hot steaming pizza, in that big cast iron pan. And that waitress would serve the first slice and you're drinking out of the red cups. Oh <laughs> man. I really need to get my, act together as an adult and figure out what I want to do when I grow up. I know what I want to do. They don't have to be Pizza Hut, but I want to open a pizza place that was like Pizza Hut was in the 80s. Yeah. I think there's a market for that here in a little small town like we live. I believe that place would be packed every Friday and Saturday night. I'd be there. It's a long drive for you. Yeah, I'd still be there. (laughs) At least (laughs) once. I'd be there on opening night, man. I would. Oh, yeah. Live music, you know, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. it's something about the jukebox, but there would be no songs on the jukebox from before like 1985. So. Yeah. yeah. Have a smoking and non-smoking section. Yeah. <laughs> non-smoking. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's called outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Back go to the, the next pizza joint down the street. Yeah. Pictures of beer with lots of foam. Michelob, you know. Pepsi and yeah, I mean yeah. everything right out of the fountain. Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ain't no wonder I picked Pizza Hut instead of Domino's. Mm-hmm. You grab you a couple breadsticks off the bar, the, the salad bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoo. I think I just peed a little. <laughs> oh, well, that's times, a good man. one to end on right yeah, there. Yeah, that was very this good. Week. Hit all the feels right there. Very nice. She had a good one last week, too. She was the one that did the Amen versus 227. Two, two, yeah. yeah, so good on you, Stacy. Thanks for <laughs> making those suggestions. All right. Well, there it is. Round three of the Retro Rumble. Had a couple this week that we came on opposite sides on there. So uh, made for a very fun show, but. 
all these are fun, man. Just yeah. not knowing what's coming and it's a very fun format. So we'll, we'll, I'm really enjoying it and I'm enjoying the feedback and you folks out there, let's keep it coming. And I'm going to say, especially we want to hear from everybody, but especially if you've never reached out to us, if you're a longtime listener and have never interacted with us, hit us up at TRN social on Twitter or at the, uh, the retro network page on Facebook. It's still facebook.com TRN social, uh, and drop us some suggestions for some versus matchups or even just say, Hey, We'd like to hear from everybody. That's right. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up this week. Head back in the time machine. Let's go ahead back to the present day and tell you what's coming up in our after hour show tonight. We hope you enjoyed our retro rumble through time. If you got a matchup for us, like Mick said, TRN social, wherever you're on uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mainly is where uh, I'll be checking each uh, each day, really. If you want to get uh, some matchups in, we also invite you to check out all of our network podcasts. Some great ones out there. So a lot hitting the Apple Top 200 charts, Mick. I got like six emails today that shows were in the top 200 including ours but it was in like brazil or someplace so i don't That's know funny. i seen uh i seen <laughs> we ranked uh 190 but there was only 180 shows so i don't know what the <laughs> yeah stuff with that but anyway wanted to invite you guys in particular like we mentioned rental return is coming back we're gearing up for season two a preview episode was just released this past week and we've got regular episodes coming this month that I'm going to be producing. Cannot wait. So connect now. You can go over to the retronetwork.com forward slash podcasts or just look up Rental Return Tales from the Video Store in your favorite podcast app. And we also have a brand new after hours for you coming up tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern, if I remember to set the uh, Patreon alarm <laughs> for our <laughs> VIPs. I missed it last week there. Uh, we will be discussing what, Mick? Well, last week we launched a weekly movie challenge for our VIPs. We're going to recap that from last week, give out this week's weekly movie challenge. And since last week's challenge was to watch an 80s movie, I got a little list involving some 80s movies you and I can discuss. Okay. That sounds like fun. Hope you will join us there tonight at patreon.com forward slash the retro network and uh, check out After Hours and the. Uh, what do we call it? The uh, underbelly of the retro network. <laughs> that show is... Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, uh, hope to see you there. If you're not there, we will see you right back here next week for another round of retro rumble. Jason here for Mickey. We'll see you then. Hello? I'm here. Okay. Just clicking over to my notes. That's all. Notes? Well, more like guidelines. (laughs) (laughs) More like suggestions. Yeah. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.